mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today, our fantastic, hilarious guest, the one that all of my friends are very, very jealous that you're here and they're not meeting you, it's Nicole Byer. It's me! What a nice intro. What if I fail and I'm not funny? What? No, you're no, you're already have funny. To go home and walk into traffic. <laughs> no, don't do that. I will. No, if I'm not funny. If no one teehees, I'm gonna walk. I will teehee. I have a mic too, so you'll hear it in your ears of me teeheeing. Okay. Teehee. Isn't that a fun way to giggle? It is. It's, it's like a little favorite. sexual. Like oh, you think it's sexual? It's like flirty. Oh, I always thought it was real dumb and childlike. Oh, teehee. <laughs> to me, it just sounds like Pee Wee Herman, like something he would do, which automatically is fair. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like pervy. Mm-hmm. 
But you but just said not, it was sexy. So no, sexual. He's not pervy though. Is he not pervy? No. no, he was masturbating in an adult movie. Oh, that's what else are you supposed to do when you're True. watching? Do porn? they play those in theaters? Yes, but I'm not sure if they still do currently in the future that we're in yeah. 2019. Well, Where that you makes... can do it at home. Well, also, yes. it's just odd to me that you could go watch a porn in theaters, but you would get arrested for <laughs> masturbating to it. Well, I think it's indecent exposure because you are in public. But why would they play it? I think so. You get all riled up and then drive home, home and you're like, oh, I can't <laughs> wait to fucking jerk off. And then you go home and you're like, I'm rock hard. I've been hard for 30 minutes. <laughs> Whoa. That's so much anticipation. Yeah, too wow. much. I should look that up. Mm. You ever figure like how you look something up without like? I feel like that one will just give me facts. I think I, it'll give you some pictures. I don't want probably. That. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't want that. Yeah, it'd be pretty bad. You know. No, this is an advice podcast. And if you guys want to call in and leave us voicemails to give you advice on your life, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can record a audio message and email it at meganpodcast at gmail.com. I guess we can get started. We'll get started. Let's let's give some advice. Let's roll the tapes. Play the calls. Hi, Megan and Melissa and potential guest. I'm 21 years old, currently a college nursing student. Um, so the other night I was just swiping on Tinder, just having fun, and I came across the profile of my 33-year-old professor for the class I literally finished that day. Um, and I freaked out about it and thought, like, I'm going to swipe right just to see what happens. And I ended up matching with him on Tinder, um, which was crazy. And, like, it's honestly the most hilarious thing that's ever happened to me, the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. And I'm just starting to think, like, okay, he had to have swiped right on me when I was still a student because I literally just took that final uh, that morning. Um And, like, yeah, he could be the type of guy who just swipes right on every single profile he sees. But, one, you'd think that as a new professor to a university, you'd be, you would be a little bit careful about your, you know, like your age range or what kind of profiles you're swiping on because you're a professor, you could match with a student. But also, it's been three full days since I matched with him and he hasn't unmatched me and he hadn't been notified by now that we matched. So I don't know. Like the girls in my class think that is just hilarious and funny. I do too. But at the same time, like he's really attractive and I instantly was attracted to him. He's my type. Um, and like throughout the class, he was very flirty with me, would joke around with me every day, give me flirty looks. And I don't know, like, when my grade is finalized in three days, should I message him and see, like, if he actually was interested in me or if it was an accident? Like, I think it was kind of, like, a funny, fun thing that's going on. And I don't know, like, if I do message him, what should I say or what should I do? Anyways, um, thank you guys. Love you both so much. She's cute. I feel bad. <laughs> that was very long winded. <laughs> I also can't believe that's the funniest thing that's ever happened to her. <laughs> uh, wow. I mean, what do you think? I mean, I think like 
the age the because she's young she's she's 21 okay and he is 30 something Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm personally like i understand her point of view and like i or or your point of view like i understand your point of view and i understand like being attracted to i think there's something about like someone who's uh like forbidden if they're Mm -hmm. even like a little bit fucking cute they're so much hotter and then that like power like kinky role oh he's like my teacher professor Mm -hmm. like it just makes him so much hotter it's like camp goggles like when you're at camp and like the boys get cuter like five days in (laughs) and like they're not actually hot do you know what I mean yeah it's because you have no options exactly you're like well I guess Tony is cute (laughs) I like you I think I love you let's go steady so I think it's I get where you're at there my thing is like he shouldn't be attracted to you and I think that's a little gross in the sense of like not necessarily your age but also like the fact that he is he does have this upper hand of being a professor and like having the hots for your student to me is like having the hots for someone that like you're kind of above and Mm -hmm. like control power thing Mm -hmm. and I don't think like I don't know. I don't. I think if he was like a really, really like good, honest guy, he wouldn't have matched. With, do you know what I mean like? I I think how it has played out, mm-hmm. it's kind of fulfilling that idea that he's more of like a oh, this is my ego. Yeah, I think when older men, because he he was what thirty? What how old? Did Thir- she say? Thirty. She said thirties. Thirties. Yeah. yeah. So probably like mid thirties, thirty three, thirty five, mm-hmm. going for a twenty one year old. I think that's pretty indicative of how this this person acts. Yeah. Because. Why would you want to be with someone who is 10 years younger than you? Yeah. Like, what in the world? Do you, you've lived a life. You probably have a mortgage. Mm-hmm. Homegirl's still in school, and she's mm-hmm. like, mm, I worry about grades. Like, yeah. why would you want to interact with that? Yeah. So I think that's a clue. I also think it is a power thing. Mm-hmm. I was once your teacher. I held your grades in the palm of my hand. Mm-hmm. He uh, still does, because grades yeah, haven't come out. Because grades yeah, haven't, yes. And... I personally, I don't think you should go for him because I think he's really, I think he showed his his colors. Like, I think he, if I were him and I wanted to swipe right on her, I probably would have swiped right on her and then said, I know this is weird because I was your teacher. I did find you attractive. I do not wish to engage until after grades are in. Mm -hmm. But even still, that's kind of fucked up and weird. I don't think you should go for him. I think you should go for someone closer to your age. I don't like him. Yeah. I don't like that. It's like a sleazy move. And also you, we don't, you don't know as like his student, if he's even allowed to have like mm-hmm. relationships outside of like school with students, even if they're, he's not specifically their teacher. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know that. And the fact that like, if he was actually like genuinely really interested in you, it would be, like turmoil for him it would be like I cannot swipe right on this like I need to like this has to like I have to wait till she graduates I need to find a different job and then tell her I have Mm -hmm. feelings for her but like it just is a little too careless in like the sense of like oh yeah I'll swipe right and it's also just assuming that like he's he is allowed to date do I mean like it's like you don't know students has he fucked yeah every semester does he find a new student maybe that why he's the new professor because he just left because the other bounces from place to place because they're like sir you gotta keep your dick in your pants when you're teaching also you're an adult he's an adult yeah so just like if you want to engage keep a lot of things in mind yeah I think it's hotter in theory than it actually will be and Mm -hmm. I think 
once once at least for me like I think as women especially like you know like men are so much more immature and so that age gap in that range makes sense but I Mm -hmm. think back to like when I was I don't know however much younger I was like your mindset is just different Mm -hmm. and then being attracted to someone who is in the same mindset that you were at at that age you just know like that's not something I necessarily want to get into whether it's like oh our lives are super different but it's like oh me at 21 Mm -hmm. that's not I don't want to be that kind of 21 year old guy that she's looking at like I don't want to deal with that kind of stuff and yeah I just think it's not a good look on his part and I Mm -hmm. think you can take this as like the confidence boost like the ego boost it can be a funny thing with your friends Mm -hmm. like he swiped right on me and then you still have all of the power and like Mm -hmm. if anything that's kind of like what he I think wants from this situation and now you have it all and so just leave it there Mm -hmm. also yeah don't message him have him message you yeah because then you can suss things out Mm -hmm. is his opening message creepy Mm -hmm. is it nice yeah you don't engage he has to yeah and then also look up and see if he's even allowed to yes. like what's the student like the conduct handbook or mm-hmm. whatever at school look that up too and then yeah if he comes to you and you see all that stuff also I would just give it some time because I think it might just it might be funny more than anything mm-hmm. you know when something's like and you're like oh or something when when a dick falls in your lap and mm-hmm. then you're like do I want this dick and you're mm-hmm. like well did I really want this dick before it just ended up here mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so I would wait it out I agree. Okay. Should we go on to the next? Hey, Megan. Uh, So basically, my friends and I are all 21 or 22, and we live in Canada. And our one friend uh, went on a family vacation a little while ago, earlier this year, and she met a military guy who lives in the States. They ended up hooking up, hanging out, and having a good time, which is great. But when she came back, she told us that they were basically dating. She then told us that he decided to surprise her with a trip to Jamaica and that he's going to pay for everything. Keep in mind, they've known each other for approximately three weeks at this point, so right off the bat, we're kind of concerned about this whole situation and how this relationship is going to work out. She then tells us that before this Jamaica trip, she's going to move to the States to live with him. Um, So she dropped everything here. She left her apartment, her cats, her friends, and her family, and basically got everything and left. Um, He got a credit card in his name for her to use down there. He pays for their rent, and he also pays for her rent up here in Canada. They went on their trip, and she's still living with him after being away for three months and is going to continue to live down there until the end of summer because that's when he gets deployed to Afghanistan until February. The thing that makes us most concerned is the fact that she has no friends down there, she can't get a job because she's not a citizen and doesn't have a visa or work permit, she has no hobbies, and all she does is hang out at home. We've never met this guy, her parents haven't even met him, and she won't even let us FaceTime to meet him. Um, We don't think they even are interested in coming back to Canada to be introduced, Um, but she has met his family a couple weeks ago, and it looked like everything went well, but now we're thinking that she's never coming back and possibly thinking of getting her green card. Her dad does also live in the States and has always kind of wanted to get her green card, so that's not a huge surprise. But um, we're super concerned that they're going to randomly decide to get married because that will fast track the green card process. She does seem super happy, which is great, but our friend barely talks to us anymore and we're really concerned that we're never going to see her again. 
Um, so thank you for any advice that you can give, and I love your podcast. Well, hot dang, that's intense. That's so intense. Who is the cats? I don't even like cats, but who has this? Who has cats? these cats? Oh my god, this is like a ninety day fiance situation. Do you watch the show? It love. is. It's so amazing. Are you caught up? Did you no, watch the tell? I'm not caught up. Oh, the tell all oh. is a doozy. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, Colton Larissa. My God. <gasps> um. Ooh. I mean, that's tough. I think. Yeah. Much, I mean, but like, how much money is he making that, in the well, military? This is my to question. Pay yes. for all this Do stuff. Do we? Are we? Uh, are we just taking? Are you taking your friend's word for it that he's in the military being deployed to Afghanistan, mm-hmm. or is the fact and the reason why you're not allowed to video chat with him is because? He's a lot older than your. Is this a, just a, sh- a plain old sugar baby situation yeah. that she's come up with this other cover story? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like maybe if she's seen pictures of them together, I don't know. Because my mind goes to it's. This is a full blown sugar baby situation. Yeah. But like, yes, I'm also curious about how you're affording to have a sugar baby when you're deployed. And also, aren't you like? I guess it depends on your like ranking like in the military but mm-hmm. also are, isn't your contact with like the outside world pretty limited while you're deployed so having a sugar baby seems counter it doesn't it seems insane yeah like you're paying for someone and even even if you have sugar like because mm-hmm. i watch a lot of sugar baby youtubers oh do you I'm big fan strippers and sugar baby youtubers and and uh uh baby teen teen moms those are like the genres of youtube i love <laughs> and food and that's pretty much like that's what i like oh. um and there's like a lot of different kinds of like sugar baby Mm -hmm. relationships where it's like someone that you meet in person someone that you video chat with and then there's some where it's like just texting Mm -hmm. but those are all like the more limited like communication ones but if he's deployed Mm -hmm. that's like little to no communication so what is he getting Getting out out of of it yeah i'm fully confused about the situation yeah but also, it's like, it's her life. Mm-hmm. I You can scream as much as you want that you don't like what she's doing. But when you're in a situation and you think it's okay, it's really hard to see the outside perspective. So I think you just have to wait and be there for her for as long as you want to be there for mm-hmm. her. And if being there for her starts to affect your life in a negative way, you have to remove yourself from the situation. Yeah, I think that's a shitty thing, but I think that's... I think that's it. Yeah. And I think it's good because I think being able to like bite your tongue and I'm sure you've said your piece already. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think you need to say any more, but also you are very rational and valid in thinking like she has no friends. She has no hobbies. Like this is like if this is if it really truly is like a whirlwind romance with this guy who's about to get deployed that lonely i've had friends who've had who've dated guys who have been in the military and even them when they're like in their normal life deployment mm-hmm. even if it wasn't just like such a fast quick relationship like it was really hard to not have them be around mm-hmm. and so this has been like a fast really really quick thing so yeah. i think the more that you can just still stay in contact with her so if she does mm-hmm. or when she does feel really lonely and maybe is like what the fuck did I do? I need to come back. And like, she kind of gets these, she's got her place paid for yeah. still. So yeah. Yeah. Then, then she'll be able to tell you, but I think you don't want to ever yes. be the, I told you so friend who yeah, you're yes. afraid of like coming if back. You're just to. there for her. She won't feel like I failed. I fucked up. I have to make this work. I yeah. have to. Yeah. It's like, Oh, my friend's there for me. I'm talking to her. I'm lonely. Kind of like when Carrie Bradshaw goes to Paris uh-huh. and Miranda does is a little hard on her, yeah. but then starts being supportive while she's there. And then she's at that payphone and she's like, I don't know what I've done. And she's like, come home. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know. And then she stays for a little bit. 
And then Big has to go get her. Yeah. Guys, I just watched that. It's, it's the sixth season's not great, but no. I thoroughly enjoy it still. It's like bad, but so good. Yeah, I can't. It's great. Like when she's waiting for the Russian and she's wearing a dress that takes up the whole bed. I'm I like, know. where were you going? But she looked where? beautiful. And also, how were you getting there? <laughs> yes. Like what car? what car? Is this like Katy Perry Met Gala? Right? Are you in like a sprinter van holding the top? <laughs> like it's so fucking big. Imagine being the Uber. I'd be like, get another one. <laughs> exactly. And it what no. was it like 2009 are yes. there ubers there's no, no. ubers you're, you're squeezing into a cab like oh my Ugh. god okay back to the call um i think that you're i think i think you're exactly right and you can't protect anyone from like making these sort of mistakes and the only thing that you can do is be there for her when she inevitably realizes mm-hmm. all of this i'd say like my mind also does go to like I don't know, like true crime murder podcasts, mm, mm. which like this seems all of this seems really, really fishy to me. Yeah. So I think the more that you can stay in contact with her and the mm-hmm. more that she can open up to you, um, you're able just to have the information to then. I mean, like, not that I'm saying like, oh, anything goes like terribly wrong or whatever, but that mm-hmm. like that you're someone that she's going to contact and talk to, especially because she doesn't have people there. Also, maybe you can text her or something and be like, Hey, I took a a booty bouncing bar class and there's one near you. Oh, yeah. You should take one and then we can just talk about how we liked it Mm -hmm. just to like find a common ground so then she can get used to like hanging out with other women, Mm -hmm. other people, and then maybe she'll talk to one of those other women if she is in a bad situation and then she might feel more comfortable opening up to you. Yeah. I think being supportive when you don't agree with someone (laughs) is the most helpful thing to do. Yeah, and it's so hard. It's hard, but you literally can... I have like a couple of friends who've gotten divorced and then later our friends are like, oh, we hated him. And they're like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? And it's like, well, how I'm not, you married him. I'm not going to be like, he's a piece of shit. I was at your wedding. Like, I'm not going to say that to yeah. your fi- No, no afterwards true. I'll be like, yeah, when he did X, Y, and Z, I didn't agree, but like mm-hmm. you wanted to go through with it. And it's about the I happiness. I support you. You it's were happy. Like, yeah. And I think that it can be, and I have been in the exact same situation where it's so hard to want to mm-hmm. be. And all that matters at the end of the day is your friend's happiness. And you said your friends, she seems really happy. Yeah. And so the more that you can stay in contact with her and not in like a hovering like mom way, then you're going to be able to know and tell if she no longer seems happy. Mm -hmm. Like this is a totally weird situation. Like does it, do I think that like it's fishy? Sure. But like also could it just be like a really weird serendipitous thing? Like yeah. But the only way that like she's going to be able to feel comfortable talking to you is if you make it so it's not like in interrogation and like mm-hmm. yeah exactly come up with other things for you guys to talk about and things that can also get her into hobbies and out of the house and mm-hmm. all that stuff and also if i were you and your f- other group of friends i would stop talking about it because that's yes such an alienating feeling it's alienating but then when women get together they start to conspire <laughs> and they're like what if we fly down there oh, yeah. sneak into her window <laughs> we put a potato sack over her head and we take her back to canada like you'll just start yeah. like and then you'll spiral and you'll be like he's gonna murder her like you yeah. just yeah i think you're right stop talking yeah. about it yeah just w- wish the best for her mm-hmm. and the more that you like that you can be in contact with her through that you'll be able to tell if like things are going well but yeah someone can always tell when you know when people have been yes. talking about you and you feel yeah then then i get her wanting to kind of distance herself because it feels mm-hmm. like a lot of judgment especially if you text and you're like well we were thinking oh. it's like oh who's we bitch we? And she sends a selfie and there's like we? seven of the girls <laughs> it's our pre-prom group like oh yeah not about that but yeah you know keep in contact with her mm-hmm. 
let us know. Give us an update. Yes. I would love to know. Please what else. let me know if yeah. an update happens. I will. Hi, Megan. I'm 24. I was with my last boyfriend for two years. We recently broke up two months ago. Um, my main problem is that I just don't know how to tell anyone. Um, he was my first boyfriend, and so maybe that's why, but, like, it took me weeks to even tell my best friend, and then, um, I haven't told a single person in my family, and I live with my parents, so it's just kind of weird, and, like, my aunts have, like, asked me questions, like, oh, is he graduating this year, and I'll just be like, no, and then change the subject, like, so I'm just living this lie because they think that I'm still with him, but I just feel like it's super awkward and, like, a downer and, like, I just don't know the right time to bring it up or how, and, like, it's, I just feel like it's embarrassing, even though it was my decision, and I think it was the right decision, it just seems embarrassing to tell someone that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how to tell them, and then also, I just don't really want to get into the reasoning with my family. Um, we broke up because he was addicted to weed, and letting it, he let it ruin his life, like, um, lost his job, got kicked out of the military, and dropped out of school, so... Definitely was going on a downhill spiral, but um, yeah, even though we're not together, I don't really want to tell my family that because it would make him look, it would make them look at him in like a negative way. Um, so yeah, if you have any ideas of how to tell them, but like, I don't know, some of my friends have said like, you can just tell them we broke up and if they ask why, you can just say that's none of your business, but I just feel like that's very rude to say. Um, so yeah, if you have any suggestions for that, and then also, um, I lent him a lot of money, which looking back was stupid, but yeah, like he would run out of money, um, and couldn't pay rent and stuff. So I would lend him money and he always said he would pay me back, but now we're broken up and I've asked him twice already to please pay me back. And he responded K dot. So, um, I don't know, like, how to, like, ask for it. I would like my money back, and I just feel like it's rude when I was doing that to help him out, and us being broken up really doesn't change that fact. Um, the evil revenge side of me wants to be like, if you don't give me my money back, I'm going to tell your mom you haven't quit smoking weed because she thinks that he did, um, and his mom would ruin his life. So <laughs> I know that's not, like, the most healthy way to do it, but... Yeah, let me know your thoughts. And that's all. Thanks. One, he's got to know there's better drugs to ruin your life with. <laughs> also, where are you on the weed addiction? I don't buy it. <laughs> I do not think he's addicted to weed. No. I know so many pot... We live in LA. Yeah. I know so many people who show up to work high all the time. I do stand-up. People do stand-up high all the time. Yeah. Um... You can ruin your own life, but weed can't ruin your life. Yeah, I don't. I like, think maybe he's into harder things. Yeah. I think, and he's always looking for money. Weed is pretty cheap. Yeah. Like, and like getting kicked out of the military, like getting kicked out. So weed is, if you're fucking smoking weed and you're in the military, you've got about 32 seconds before someone smells and yeah. you're, you're yeah. out goodbye like it's not it's not like that to me i'm also thinking like is it something harder because yes. it's something that you need to get caught for that's like a little bit like yeah no smoking weed in the military is like something you would do if you didn't want to get sent to like vietnam well it seems as if i would assume his family 
or his mother who would yeah. ruin his life yeah. was like join the military I'm done with you oh, they'll yeah, yeah. shape you up and then he was like nah brah <laughs> no not light, done light up yeah I don't think you're gonna get a penny of your money no. back uh-uh. but good lesson going forward don't don't lend people my mother used to say uh, don't lend people money unless you don't expect to get it back yeah exactly so like Give someone money if you're like, it's, I'm throwing it into the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you can say to your family, it's none of your business. I think women are raised to be accommod- accommodating mm-hmm. and to always answer a question. So, like, I just recently learned if I cancel a show for any reason or don't feel like hanging out with somebody and they're like, can you do this? I just go, no. And I don't go, because I'm doing X, Y, and Z. I don't have to tell. I don't owe you anything. Yeah. You can just say no. And if your family, if you're like, hey, so me and Bob broke up and they're like, oh, why? And you're just like, didn't work out. That's what happens when people break up. Mm -hmm. And then you can skip on to your room. Yeah. I I, I fully agree with you. I think like this, the theme of your life from what you've told us in the call is being overly accommodating for other people. And I think this not telling your family everything is a really great exercise in you of knowing Mm -hmm. that like you don't exist to make other people happy and to like appease other people. And to like, you don't exist to make your parents proud at all. Like that's not what your job on the earth is to like constantly make them proud because that's like, it's like your parents are going to be proud of you regardless. Your parents love you They're You're putting this unnecessary pressure on yourself and they might be doing it too, but they're not necessarily intending it. And you just need to like, stay claim and like what is yours and what is not anybody else's business Mm -hmm. and the same thing in a relationship like not loaning money to someone because unless you have no intention and no plan on getting it back like I've done it before I've like loaned like money to friends and they'll pay me back and I'm like oh what is this for like Mm -hmm. that time you loaned money I was like oh I fully forgot about it yeah I gave it to you because of the goodness of my Mm -hmm. heart Mm -hmm. and I didn't expect anything back because no matter what there's resentment and you're not a Mm -hmm. bank like there is no paperwork this isn't a real loan like there's Mm -hmm. a reason why you're being asked for that is because they're not going around and doing it that way and I think when someone asks you for money and isn't getting like a loan from the bank if it's like Mm -hmm. a larger sum of money it's because they also don't have an intention of giving it back yes like that's why they ask you great you know advice like if you're asking me i have to know that i'm you're not going to give it back and you're asking me because you also know you're not going to give it back anybody who is listening right now (laughs) when someone asks you for money you say oh you should get a loan from the bank that way you can pay them back on a schedule Mm -hmm. and i don't have to worry about it exactly because it creates so much resentment Mm -hmm. and i think like you're also still trying to protect your boyfriend's image to your parents but i don't think it's about him i think you're trying to protect your image Uh and like your taste in men and like all of that stuff and like parents can be like very like a lot of pressure when it comes to dating like we've Mm -hmm. had people on like but so many calls and podcasts about like oh parents wanting us to do this and this and this and I think like if you can and you don't have to be rude and you can just say like you know what it didn't work out and also you can also lie you can just say like you know what? It didn't work out. Like things weren't going super well. Um, I, you can even say like, I decided I want to take some time for myself or you can be like, he was being like, and you, and even if like taking control and power Mm -hmm. is telling the truth and saying that like he was being a dick and letting them think shitty of him Mm -hmm. because it's not about, you yeah well also why protect his image yeah. who cares you're not he together owes you money yeah he literally does yeah if anything be like daddy <laughs> we broke up and he owes me so much money <laughs> daddy <laughs> daddy can we take a helicopter please <laughs> to go get my money back 
I don't know why I believe that she's got infinite <laughs> yeah. money and, and Daddy's rich. I love it, though. Daddy Warbucks. Daddy. Oh, gosh. Goals, really. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I, I think, A, I would give up on the money. Mm-hmm. I think I would... This sounds really hard, and maybe you won't do this. I would admit to at least a couple of people that you loaned him money because I think like there's a shame like a a shame aspect there that you don't want mm-hmm. uh, people to know but I also think like if this is in your nature to be super giving you should have some friends who know that this mm-hmm. is in your nature to then stop you from potentially yes. doing it again so the next time you're like oh this dude asked me for money and I think I'm gonna give it and your yeah. friend's like girl yeah like remember what remember ha- exactly like I think like there's sometimes where like when we do things that are like not like sh- shameful or embarrassing like keeping them to ourselves because like I don't want anyone to know but then there's mm-hmm. other times that I think it can be like a a lesson in like oh this isn't going to happen again or also oh I need to like speak this out loud to know that I have an issue with this and like if I tell somebody maybe we can figure that out but yeah I just say you tell your parents the like the truth or you lie or you tell them like you know what I really don't want to talk about it Mm -hmm. and it isn't their business and they can't force you to talk about it no you can be so afraid like, oh i don't want them to think i'm re-. like it's not the end of the world they're also, gonna get over it they probably think less about this situation than you're thinking yeah. about it oh so they're true. just like where's he at mm-hmm. and they're like oh not there i should ask where he is okay let's make dinner like yeah like, i don't think they truly care what if you just make write a long or not even long what if you just write an email and mass send it to all of your family members and saying fyi we broke up i don't want to talk about it this is all you're going to hear about it the end goodbye like yeah, yeah you could do that get straight it straight to the point if you feel awkward or text people and just it's like text your friends say like hey i really don't want to talk about it but like this would happen but like i feel mm-hmm. like i need to tell you but i don't feel like i don't want to talk about it and i don't want to have a conversation about it which is why i'm not saying this face to face like this is just a fact. And if I want to talk about it, I will approach you. Mm-hmm. Like if that's what you want to do just to like say it and get it out of the way. I think texting leaves the door open for someone to text you back. Yeah. Maybe I think email is the best. <laughs> yeah. But normal people don't email as much. Exactly. Oh. Which, yeah. Like, maybe that they oh, that's their fault that's, that they oh. don't check it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. That's and good. then wait. And then anytime anyone asks you like where he is, just, just be like forward. forward it and go per my last mm-hmm. email. <laughs> per my last email. Did you see? I love it. As per my last email, I don't know what the clarification you yeah. need is. Uh, or like, do you have like pictures on Instagram? Archive them. Like you don't have yes. to like. There isn't like, yes. are you a YouTuber? Do you need to have a breakup announcement video? Like, I don't think people, I think, like you said, I think you're caring about it more than mm-hmm. everybody else's. I think they're being polite and asking about it. And I think like you just, if, if it comes up, you don't have to lie. You don't have to keep up the appearance mm-hmm. for anyone. I think you're doing that a lot more for yourself. Okay, guys, it's time for a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com upgrade. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time and I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package, I just got a a secondary of my package and I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods i cannot sing their praises enough specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. 
Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited for someone who like... You know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress. And as well, there are reading challenges and rewards. And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is 
your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, guys, we are back from our break, and we're going to hop into the rest of the calls. Yeah. Hi, Megan, Melissa, and our guest. Um, I'm calling because I'm 24, and I'm a virgin. I feel really weird saying that, and I've always been really ashamed of it, and definitely never thought that that's something that I'd be saying. Um, but I've never been a really sexual person, and I'm just introverted, and I've never even really had a real boyfriend. 
Um, anyway, basically, I've somehow found myself in a relationship long distance with a guy that my best friend has always been trying to set me up with from back home. Um, I live in Nova Scotia, he lives in Ontario. So it's been like three years of trying to get us set up. So we finally met up when I was home uh, a few weeks ago and we went on a real date and it went really well. Um, so we've been talking ever since and now he's coming to visit me. Um, I'm really into it and I'm super excited and he says that he's all in probably because this has been going on for like three years like building up to this um so it's so amazing but i'm terrified like i really want to have sex with him but since i've never done it before i don't know if i have to tell him or how to tell him um i and i just don't really know how to initiate with that that with someone else or how to go about showing him that i'm interested um I just feel so insecure about being a virgin and I think that it's like almost embarrassing to tell someone that at my age and I feel like there's this like weird unspoken notion that like your first time has to be like this big life-changing event and I honestly just want it to be over with. There's not some big emotional or religious reason for why it hasn't happened for me. It's just because I'm a shy person. I want to have sex. I've wanted to have sex for a long time. Like, I'm comfortable with myself masturbating and all that. I just don't want it to be a big deal. But anyway, he's coming to stay with me for three days, and we're going to be sleeping in the same bed, and it's just weird, and I don't know how to handle this, and I would really love some advice, because I want to have sex with him, and I see a potential future here. I just really, really like him. (laughs) I don't want this to be a deal breaker or make his trip awkward. And I don't want him to leave and wish I'd done something differently. Uh, So I'd love any advice you have for me. I love your podcast. Bye. She is the sweetest. Also, there's such an unnecessary pressure on people to have sex by a certain age. There's a whole movie about it. American Pie does not age well. Oh, God. Just rewatched. Not a sequel does neither. Ooh-wee. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think we as a society need to stop putting pressure on people to have sex by a certain age. You can be a virgin for as long as you want. Mm-hmm. It's your choice. It's your body. That being said, you got to tell him. Not up front. Yeah. Because then he has expectations that are going to build in his head. And then you'll spend like the first day being like, well, it's going to happen tonight. It's going to yeah. be bad. It's going to be good. Like, I would say like you're making out and you go, hey, sometimes women go, I've never done this before, but I've actually <laughs> never done this before. Yeah. And can we go slow and take it at my yeah. pace? Mm-hmm. Um Please also, it's not a big deal that this is my first time. Yeah. And I'm interested in, I want to have sex with you. This isn't me saying this as like a, oh, I don't want to. Like, I Mm -hmm. want want to. to. I I agree. I think like, first of all, we get so many calls of people of like all ages being like, I'm a virgin and I'm so embarrassed I'm at this age. Mm -hmm. And like, there's such a huge range. I have friends who like are into their 20s and are also still virgins. And it's, you're right. It's something that people don't talk about, but like, you're not the only one like at all. And I understand like not having it not be for religious reason. Honestly, I think there's a huge thing. I think if you didn't have like a serious relationship in high school and you didn't have sex in high school Mm -hmm. and then you go to college and you're like, well, I don't want to just have sex with like the first person that I see, Mm -hmm. then you're probably going to end up or potentially going through most of college, not sleeping with anyone and then getting into your twenties and going, well, it's not a big deal, but suddenly it Mm -hmm. feels like it's snowballed into something that it doesn't mean a ton to me, but it's, I'm afraid it's going to mean a ton to him. So what I would also say, I think you 100% have to tell him, but I also would say, I think whatever he chooses to do is going to be so telling of who he is as a guy. Mm -hmm. Like any guy who's like, finds out that you're a virgin and is 
if he's like, oh, I'm out, he was going to be out after you slept together. Probably. And, and like, then some men have this notion where they're like, I can't take your virginity. And it's like, virginity is not a thing to be taken. <laughs> no. It is a if social anything, the balance construct. beam took it. Like, it, yeah. come on. It like, truly just means you just haven't had a dick in you. Yeah. But you might have had a cucumber. Exactly. Or a hairbrush. And also, it's the, it, it is, it's a super like heteronormative idea of like penetration yes. equals sex. Yes. And that's also a, a whole thing in itself. I think like, you tell him because just like you said, like it, it's, I think that the, you run the risk if you don't tell him. And like you're saying, you're not super sexual and experienced. Mm-hmm. I think you might, you're saying you're really interested in him. I think that he, if you don't tell him beforehand, I think he might take your nervousness as you're not yes. interested and then he won't end up making a move. Mm-hmm. But I think if you say like when you're making out ever and, or, or like, yeah. And say, and even if you want to do it before he gets there and like, talk to him on like FaceTime and just be like, Hey, like before you get here or it, as it's happening in the I moment, think, I think that in the might moment. put pressure on yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So let's do the moment beforehand. Yeah. Let's say in the moment and then just be like, uh, Hey, I just like want to tell you something like, like <laughs> I don't, I don't ever do this, but, uh, I have never had sex before and I, it's not a big, it's not a religious, and just say it's not a religious thing. I was mm-hmm. never like saving myself for marriage. It just kind of never really happened. I was pretty shy growing mm-hmm. up and I just didn't have a ton of experience. Um, and I really like you and I'm interested in, I'm interested in you and I really do want to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to feel like this is a lot of pressure on you or this is anything. I, I do think it needs to be truncated. Yep. Oh, because shorter? if you do a, like a monologue, that just gives him panic. time to think. Okay, yeah. so then what do we say? I think you're just like I know some girls say that the, like they never do this. I actually haven't. Also, it's not like you're the chosen one. I just haven't had sex, but I do know how to make myself come. Here's mm-hmm. how I do it. And then, yes, <laughs> and then, yeah. okay, you perfect. like get right back into it. Yeah, I think yeah, just like short, sweet. And then be like, Bleh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Show me. And then he's like, oh, wow, wow, that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to do it fast. You confuse him. Yeah, and then you just make out with him confused. again. Just say it fast and keep making out. Yeah. And he'll be like, whoa. Whoa, oh, okay. Because <laughs> wow. I think it's like short, sweet. Yeah. Get back into the sexy time. Then he's like, oh, yeah, she's like good. Still she's, interested. She's interested. Yeah. She was just telling me a piece of information. And then also, you haven't had sex before. I'm sure you've watched a lot of porn. Talking is very good. And telling someone what you like is good yeah. and what mm-hmm. you don't like is good. Yeah. Um, and then also, you can tell them to go slower mm-hmm. if you are nervous. Or if it's uncomfortable. Yes. Also, make foreplay. Girl. So much. Fucking make him eat you out. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Make him fucking diddle your clit for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Make him suck on like Wiki, wiki, wah. Yes, yes. Like, make him DJ on your clit. Uh, let's see. What else? Like kissing all your body parts. Yeah. Yeah. Like just really, I know like your first time doesn't need to be special and a lot of people's aren't, but like you are old enough yeah. to communicate exactly what you want mm-hmm. so you can have a very enjoyable experience. Yeah. And if you don't masturbate, I would say however much time you have before you get yes. here. I would like make that your full time job, yeah, or part time if you have another job. <laughs> yeah. Like, this. nope, quit your job, <laughs> stay inside, don't turn on the lights, <laughs> or turn them on. To be your side hustle, like you just it. Like, I would focus on that. And the thing I'll say though, as much as I, I fully agree, I think if if it if the physical stuff with him naturally occurs and mm-hmm. you can, you're able to say it in the moment, but if you feel like you're too uncom like you're if he's not instinct if he's not starting the physical aspect mm-hmm. of it and he's kind of waiting for you and you don't feel comfortable doing that 
and it's like getting towards the end of the trip mm-hmm. and it's like Ugh, then I think then tell him and have that conversation yes. with him because then he might be like yes. oh she's not into me yes. but I think the the first like first the dream way mm-hmm. would be in the moment the as things night, are happening yes. yeah but if he hasn't made a move because he's kind of sensing that he's mm-hmm. maybe not sure that you're into it then I would just say it because waiting it out if he doesn't make a move the first night I think you need to tell him because I think waiting out I don't think he's then gonna make a move a second night he's going off of your vibe Mm -hmm. and you're saying to us that you're totally down to fuck him Mm -hmm. but like I I know that like awkward feeling where you're like I'm I'm being sexy and in reality you're like I'm sitting in the other room he's like I'm not looking at him Uh and he's like I feel like she hates me and you're Mm -hmm. like oh am I not conveying that I'm totally down to like fuck you it is wild what you think you're doing and then what you're actually doing yes yeah like when you think you're obviously like flirting with somebody mm-hmm. and then it's so, like you're just an asshole and a bitch mm-hmm. and they are like, oh, I think she hates me. And then when you're like, oh, I'm being really subtle. They're like, so you're fucking? Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, for uh-huh. sure. Melissa's looking at me because that was definitely me. <laughs> My boyfriend and I, I thought we were very subtly flirting and everybody no. was like, we thought you were all fucking. And we were like, yep. no, we weren't. And we could have been like, you all were That's just so chill funny. with us working. First time like I saw them, I was like, oh, they're fucking. Ah, <laughs> we weren't. Um, and then I would also just say like be vocal with how like if you're uncomfortable or in pain or anything Mm -hmm. like that like good for him to know and yes you don't have to suffer through pain (laughs) no yeah don't have to (laughs) i feel like we just women in general we're just like Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh like uh my friend read an article that was like our period pain is the equivalent of mm-hmm. like having a heart yeah. attack. Yeah. And we just suffer through it and mm-hmm. we go to work having many heart attacks in our pussies. <laughs> All and, the time. And then men are like, what are you on the rag? Yes, right. I'm dying. Yeah. Right. I'm having heart attacks and in they're my just uterus. Like, I have gas. I have to yes. stay home from work. Ugh. Like, God, babies, literally, Truly. very, very true. Um, also, just another tip: I tend, I personally found that I think the second time was more uncomfortable than the first time. Oh, interesting. You know, because also like it isn't like that whole like, oh, we're being really slow and gentle because like this uh, is the first time. Yes, yes. So it's a little bit more like, oh, oh. Like, oh, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, OK, so on to the next one. Hey, Megan, Melissa and guests. I'm 18 and my boyfriend is 19 and we've been in a relationship for a little over two years. So my boyfriend watches a lot of porn, which I've never had a problem with because he's never chosen porn over me. But I recently found some pretty sexual photos of girls on his phone that we both personally know. I wasn't snooping on his phone. He was sitting right next to me, and I only found them because they were in an album of pictures of me. I think it's really strange that he has these pictures of girls that we both personally know and went to high school with. Oh, and by the way, the pictures were like photos they posted on Instagram. So they weren't like sent to him. So I guess that's a little better. I was just wondering if I'm being annoying and a crazy girlfriend or if this is reasonable. Are you crying or laughing? I think she was laughing. You're right. It's a spank bank. Spank He's bank. just masturbating to women from Instagram, yeah. taking screenshots and putting them in an also, album. Like, also, like, save on Instagram. That's a different thing, mm-hmm. you know? But also, was he going through them next to her? Right. How rude. Maybe he wanted her to see. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I would ask him and be like... Also, <laughs> I think it's, I can't tell if it's better or worse that you're also in the album, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That he masturbates to his own girlfriend. That's like sweet. No, it is. But wouldn't it be sweet if it was an album of all her and then there was another album of girls who weren't her. Mm -hmm. So it's like, am I into masturbating to my girlfriend or am I into masturbating to like Becky from like English? Do you know what I mean? Maybe he like starts with one girl and then 
actually comes with her. Or maybe, <laughs> or maybe, maybe he's got girl on girl fantasies and he's mm. picturing Matching. you and these other he, girls. Like, pick stitches them together. <laughs> yeah. So he's like looking at one. And he's like, oh, look at that. What is that mm-hmm. like elf thing you could do? Like elf yourself and make the yeah. little dances. <laughs> he has he found a sexual app to make porn and he just puts their own faces maybe. in it. Honestly. I would just wait till the next time he's looking at these other yeah. women while you're next to him and be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And then he's like, bum, bum, and be like, uh, can you hide it? Yeah. Just, I get that you masturbate to other people who it's aren't me. It's a respect me. thing. You're a dude. I get it. But like, yeah, just don't do it in front of me. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think you have every right to be like annoyed and like mm-hmm. feel shitty because like it is a weird thing. And I think it is a level of like, it's a respect thing yes, it's fully. like you know what if you're going to do like you're gonna do that i know you're mm-hmm. gonna do that it's like the same thing if like you're underage and you're like drinking in front of your parents they're like okay yes. bitch i know you're gonna do it mm-hmm. but like don't disrespect me and do it in front yeah, of me at least try and hide basement. it literally exactly mm-hmm. the, and it should be something like that where it's not necess- i'm not saying that like masturbation is something to be ashamed of and you're already cool with porn mm-hmm. and i think like sometimes like that being cool with things can then maybe like, Oh yeah, no, I can just like do whatever. But it's like, you know what? You have limits. And just because you're okay with porn Mm -hmm. means that you're allowed to draw lines in, in other things. I'm cool with porn. I'm not cool with like my boyfriend, like following a bunch of like Instagram porn stars because I'm like, you know what? Mm -hmm. You're not using that to masturbate because you're like on your eye. Like go, if you're going to watch porn to like get off, watch porn to get off. Don't watch a girl to watch porn. Don't be scrolling through Instagram being like, I guess I'll get hard now. Or even if you're like, I have no intention of getting hard. Like, I wonder what Crystal's caption is today. Like, yeah. it's a little too personal, <laughs> you know? Like, that's mm-hmm. for me. Like, it no longer serves a purpose, and it's more just... And I think it's important to have a distinction to be like, I'm not mad. It's just a respect thing. Yeah. Also, take me to McDonald's to make it up for me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Give, and me, also, give me a happy meal. If you feel weird about him masturbating to girls that you guys both know, you can say like, you know what? That makes me feel really uncomfortable. Yes. He might still totally do that. But I think you're you have every right to say, hey, that makes me uncomfortable. I don't mind when it's porn stars. Mm-hmm. L- love that you're masturbating to me. But like when it's people that we both know, like that it makes me feel weird, weird because I know them and it if it makes you question his feelings for you that's mm-hmm. totally valid i would i'm honestly gonna say i do think he's probably picturing girl on girl and i think that's mm-hmm. why you're also in there because i do think if like if it wasn't about you know what i mean i don't girl think you'd be girl in there is so curious to me oh it's every guy's like, fantasy but you are not involved oh no they're usually they just like watching it yeah but well, like why they don't want you they want another well it's confusing to me i think i think it makes sense because i mean like guys love watching or straight men i don't want to like generalize but like it's a statistically like they really love lesbian porn yeah and getting off on that because they don't if they're heterosexual they don't necessarily want to see they can vision they can envision their own dick they don't need to see mm-hmm. someone else's ah. dick and i think it's a lot of like oh this is what's happening and then maybe it's more imagination and then i come into the picture and this I is what i would think do it's softer sex and i think men yeah don't want to admit that they're big old softies. Yeah, it's true. Except the like, ones who like the ones where they like give blowjobs so much the girls like cry those and choke. make me so what? upset. The fuck? Some of them like puke. I know. Yeah. And it's, it's hot. It's, and it's called a forced blowjob. That's. And I'm like, you also. You're you getting named off it, on You named it something bad. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's consensual. Hopefully. Yeah. But forced but then, is a word yes, that implies. Implies that it's non-consensual. Yeah. yeah it's a real bummer. I don't like that. Me neither. Me neither. It does not. Whenever a man grabs my head, I go. Oh my God. With the little pressure behind your head. And you're like, 
I know that your dick's there. I'll get there. Surprise, you want me to suck it? Yeah. I know. It's not like I hadn't thought of this before. Also, I figured out a way to get them to stop doing it. You kind of lift your tongue a little bit in the back so it hits your tongue and it Mm. tricks them into thinking it's the back of your throat. And then you just go. (laughs) And then they're like, oh, my dick's so big and slamming the back of your throat. Hands off. (laughs) Wow. Love it. Tip mm-hmm. of the day. Men are stupid. They, they're they stupid. Su- su- you just su- have to fulfill su- the fantasy that their cock is so mm-hmm. big. So big. Oh my God. It's my esophagus. It's, I, <laughs> it yeah. sounds like I hate men. And no. I really do. I, <laughs> <laughs> I do so much. But like, I want a boyfriend. <laughs> well, yeah. You're welcome here. This is That's very much our vibe. Mm-hmm. Very much. So I think I, I okay. So if if it were me, I would feel uncomfortable with it being friends and people we know. Also mm-hmm. because I'm insecure, um, which is again, it is my, it's totally my thing. But there is at other, least you realize it. A yeah. lot of insecure people don't realize oh, yeah, that, and I can sense it. I'm mm-hmm. like, come on, just open up, just just admit it. Ugh. But I think, it, and it's something like that's a valid thing to there's some things that there's like insecurities that you think in your own head. And then sometimes when something happens, it can kind of rationalize it. And you're like, Oh, Mm -hmm. that really like negative part of my brain that I know that is not true, but I still kind of like let have an ear in. Like as soon as something happens, that kind of like satiates that it can like light up. And so I think like you're allowed to feel weirded out and not okay with it. And you're allowed to tell him that it doesn't Mm -hmm. make you like not cool or a not chill girl. Um, because yeah. you can just say like that it, it's it is weird and also like even if you see them in person you're like oh I find that kind of weird yeah. but also again if you feel like you should feel bad about like you should really dislike this and you don't dislike it that much it's really up to like whatever you personally feel and your own boundaries and like limitations with this like if if it if you just want an explanation or if it's like I just don't want to see it mm-hmm. like that's fine or if it's like hey I'd prefer if you deleted that album and like if that wasn't a thing like that really doesn't make me feel great you just need to figure out what that is and then ask for it because you I'm not saying like he's in the I think it was a disrespectful thing for him to do I don't necessarily think it was like Mm ill-intentioned I think it's just dumb and boys are super dumb the dumbest so I would just say what you want out of the situation and say what you need from him and don't be like fix it like just say Mm -hmm. what you want and then go from there yeah. I also can't believe she didn't say anything in the moment. Right. Yeah, maybe she was just so like flabbergasted. You know how like something happens, you're like, I can't believe this person's yeah. doing this. I mean, I've definitely yeah, I've definitely been in similar situations, but like I like I'm like I'm a little crazy. So like I will be like meticulous and like a little bit like insane, but like I will like I will get the truth out of you in that moment. <laughs> like I'm not gonna be like, oh, I just saw, but I'm gonna get mm-hmm. us you know what I mean? But I think it's amazing that you've just been sitting on this. Yeah. Not good for your, probably your mental health, but like, what a chill girl, right? This you you are a chill girl. I'm not chill. Mm-hmm. I am not chill at all. Mm-hmm. I am the least fucking chill. Yeah. I'm not. No, not good with it. <sighs> okay, so is it time for don't blame them? So this is when our callers or our listeners will call in and give their own advice on certain oh. things that we've talked about on previous episodes. So okay. if they've been through something similar, they can be like, oh, OK, or they yeah, that whole thing. Ooh. So. All right. So this is from episode uh, season four, episode five with Shireen. And so the original caller um, was dating um, just fuck boys. And so this is someone calling with some experience with that people have experienced with fuck boys (laughs) i'm calling in in response to a call 
from the podcast with Shireen um, about the girl who hooked up with or went on to Tinder or a dating website and met this guy who really like told her that she was the one and that he she was his dream girl and all this stuff because I have a very similar experience um, about four years ago. I was also just getting out of a very mentally and emotionally abusive relationship. And as soon as I got out of that and it was safe for me to, like, move home, um, I went on dating apps. I went on Tinder, and I met this guy who was super handsome. Um, he took me on this, like, super lavish dinner, and I fell for him very quickly. Um, and it really seemed like he was sending me all of the right signals. And after two dates and hooking up, the second date that we were on, he immediately, like, went cold and was, like, ghosted me, essentially, and was, like, I just want to be friends. And that was my first experience with, like, a fuckboy, to be honest. And I guess what I wanted to say was that I was really hurt by it, and I felt like there was something wrong with me and that, you know, I was unwanted, but instead of just, like, quitting dating apps, I just kind of went a little bit harder and had a little bit of a hoe phase, and it was honestly, like, the best thing for me. Um, I went on a lot more dates with a different mentality of, like, I'm not in this looking for the one. I'm just here to have fun, and I really felt like I wanted attention at that point, um, like, positive attention, and so that's what I sought out. And four years later, I am happily married, and I literally can't even remember that guy's name. So um, I think the other thing, too, is when you're in abusive relationships, coming out of it, like, having somebody tell you all these wonderful, nice things and doing all these really nice things for you makes it, makes your, like, judgment a little bit clouded. I think that that's what I experienced. And looking back in hindsight, there were a lot more red flags that I didn't realize. Um, and he, like, came on a lot quick or very quickly, and I just don't think that I – was in the right mindset to understand that just because someone is being, like, nice to me, like, whether or not those reasons are valid or that they have the right intention. So I just would say keep doing you. If you are the kind of person who likes to hoe out, I would definitely recommend hoeing out for a while. Um, it was really, really good for my self-confidence, and I had a lot of fun doing it. And, um, yeah, good luck. All right. Love the podcast. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, She's I love right. it. Ho on out. Ho out. It's a good it's a good mentality to have mm-hmm. though, post getting like being the like the fuck boy. I think the it's fuck a good girl becomes mentality, a even if you've never interacted with a fuck boy, to just be like, I'm here to have fun and have a positive experience. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it stops being positive with that person, goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. It's lower stakes too. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's not husband hunting or like finding yes. a partner. It's yeah. like I'm here to have a not to make it like auditioning but it's like you want to have like a good like a good audition Mm -hmm. and that's it it's not about the end result is auditioning (laughs) it's true because you're auditioning to see if you want this person in your life Mm -hmm. yeah and most of the time you're like no it's true no i'd rather be alone Mm -hmm. talking to my dog than ever looking at you again (laughs) true that's the worst that when you go out someone you hate them after so many dates where i'm like you spoke the whole time and you are not interested and I don't know how you listened to yourself and thought you were interesting, but oh, no. I'll never have to listen to you again. Yeah. God. Uh, no. I've been on terrible days. But no, I think it's a, it's a good, it's a good power move taking the control back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what, what you said about um, coming out of an abusive relationship, that makes a lot of sense that like 
your mentality is kind of skewed because it's mm-hmm. someone saying these really nice things to you and it's like oh it's like Kimmy Schmidt first time she's coming out like yes. oh wow you you can anyone can say these things mm-hmm. like this is these words are available for everyone it doesn't mm-hmm. mean any like the, there's you can't know the meaning behind it like everyone can just say it to get whatever they want so I think that does make a lot of sense yes I'm often tricked by people being nice mm. when a man's like hello I'm like whoa <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't he immediately being like, me. here's my dick. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, you're so Thank you. Nice. How kind. You it, couldn't hold your own dick. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Here, no, let me take that off your I'll hands. Do it. So heavy. Right in my mouth. It's so <laughs> big. I'm going to choke. <laughs> I'm dying. Uh, well, on that note, dying and choking on dicks. Uh, that is our episode. Um, thank you so much for being here. Please plug all of thank your shit. Thank you. Um, uh, I have a special on Netflix. It's in. Uh, it's called Comedians of the World. You have to make sure you're in the U.S. side of it because there's <laughs> 42 stand-up specials in it, like, all over the world. Make sure you're in the U.S. side. I'm the third episode. It's, like, a lot to tell people to get to. It's great, though. I've watched it. Oh, you're thank amazing. you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a treat. Um, also, Nailed It streams on Netflix. I host that show. It's a baking competition. It's super fun. It's great. Um, I have uh, uh, three podcasts. <laughs> Why won't you date me on HeadGum? You have to come do mm-hmm. it. Oh, I will. Um, best friends with uh, Sashir Zameda on Earwolf. If you have a best friend, you should come I do have that a friend. too. <laughs> uh, and then I recap 90 Day Fiance with my Wait, friend. So if Marcy. I catch up. If you catch up, you come right back. Fuck yeah. Do all three of them. <laughs> and that's on Patreon. It's called 90 Day Bay. Um, and I think that's it. Oh, Instagram, and I'm also on, on tour. Yeah. Uh, my website is NicoleBuyerWasTaken.com, which sounds like I was kidnapped, but <laughs> the domain name Nicole Byer was taken. I got it. I love that. <laughs> by a woman named Olga. And it's a long story. Her name's not even Nicole Byer. No. What a bitch. No. Her name is uh, Olga. I won't tell her whole name. Well, I mean, you can You can go it. to her website. <laughs> go to her web. Well, her website says Nicole Byer. Oh. But then I... Okay, so then, okay, I emailed her and yeah. I said, uh, hey, can I like pay you for this domain? And she was like, yeah, $10,000. And I was like, US dollars? <laughs> and she was like, yes. And I was like, well, tee hee no. And then she was like, $5,000. And I was like, or no, maybe it was 20000 then went down to ten. And I was like, you are batshit bonkers. Yeah. So then I just like... Uh, uh, blacked out her name in the email and posted the email to be like, in this wild <laughs> that, that somebody thinks I have $20,000 to pay for a domain that name. That you have to pay to upkeep once a year. And then her like boyfriend, who's also Sven. her former teacher. <laughs> Shut up. Yes, emails me and was like, she's threatening suicide how, because you're bullying her online. And I was like, how do you know he was her former teacher? Because oh, I oh, went, you on, I went on okay. LinkedIn, story looked him life. up, and then found out he was yeah. a teacher at the school that she was attending. And uh-huh. I was like, this is shady. How old is she? Um, I don't know. That I okay. can't really figure out. Give me your full name. I'll look into it. <laughs> okay. I'm real good at it. Yeah. We found people. So we have. then uh, <laughs> I like emailed him back and I was like, well, I don't want her to like kill herself over a domain name. Also, I was like, what a headline. <laughs> <laughs> Comedian bullies woman to death over a website. So I took it down and then I was like, I guess it's resolved. And he was like, yeah, come to us with an offer when, when, uh, when, you know, a couple months from now. And then they put a timer. So they re-upped the website as soon as it was up. Cause oh it, my gosh. I, Oh. preemptively did it didn't wait for it to lapse or whatever and then he fo- he accidentally forwarded me <gasps> plane tickets with her government name on it oh. 
government name's Olga. So then I wrote him back. I was like, I think you mean for Olga to <laughs> And periodically he like forward emails to me accidentally. And I always respond with Olga needs to see this. Oh my Nicole God. Nicole doesn't need to see anything, but Olga does. Uh, my Instagram's at Nicole Byer. <laughs> my Twitter's at Nicole Byer. And I have a Facebook, but you know, I've never logged in. <laughs> I'm so glad I peed. <laughs> um, so hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you want to check us out on Instagram, we're at Don't Blom Meme Pod, and our website is Don't Blame Me Show. If you want to find out more places to listen, Wait, it's Don't Blom Me. Well, it's Don't Blame Me. Don't blame. Don't blame me. Pod. But when you look at it, just the word meme sticks out. So we always call it Don't Blom Meme Pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now I can only say it like that. That's funny. Don't Blom Meme Pod. Um, and uh, if you're listening to it, you can check it out on YouTube and watch it, vice versa. And then if you want to be in an upcoming episode, leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can leave us an audio message and email it to us at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you. And check out our Patreon. We have a bunch of exclusive episodes, content, Ooh. so much fun shit, so many cool things you can be a part of, message boards, all of that good stuff. Ooh. More Melissa, more Megan, more is more. Get your ass there. Open your wallets. And uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>is a production by me executive produced by melissa demonts camera operator amanda lechner and music by ryan hunter and giacomo picasso part of the her pod network